All right, guys, welcome to a next a new episode of Cocktails at the Chateau. Sorry. <laughs> uh, as you guys know, this week we're covering the first episode of UMC's uh, Monogamy Season 1. So we got our great cocktail right now, and I'm already tipsy. So go ahead, Tink. Tell them what we're drinking on, because this shit is strong. Okay, so this was kind of borrowed, because while I was out doing my my shopping for my beverages, um, I came across this rum, and they had this recipe, and I said, ooh. I said, that'll go right along with, you know, what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So it's not my recipe, but I did add a little bit of my own ingredients um, to make it mine. But it's called Match Made in Haven. And it is rum from Rum Haven. And yes, by ma'am. no means am I an ambassador or anything like that. So I'm not, you know. <laughs> but I'm just letting you know where it came from in case you want to make it yourself. Yes, ma'am. But um, it is rum, um, pineapple juice, and ruby red grapefruit juice. Mm. But I added... Um, uh, a, a little bit of grenadine, some mm. lemon and lime juice, and some um, simple syrup. Yes, ma'am. Right, let me go ahead and set that up. And what's it called again, girl? So, cheers. It's a match made in Haven. Yes, ma'am. So, can we just start with a little, well, we're going to start with a little ketchup. Because I had an eventful week. I don't know about you. What happened? Did you have anything fun happen this week or interesting? No, not really. It was just work, but I did get a lot of stuff done at work, and then all this talk about this daggone virus and these people running around here acting like the world about to end, <laughs> buying stuff up off the grocery store shelves. Now, that's been the only interesting thing is just watching these fools go in and buy stuff, and it's like, did you not have any food in your home? Chow cheese. You know, was, you know, and I understand, don't get me wrong, this is the 15th, so I know some people get paid on the 15th. True. So, you know, it may be just regular stockage, but I think they just overdid it because there should be no reason why there is no toilet paper. I mean, that's a household staple. You need to wipe your butt every day. You know, paper towels, napkins, gone. Then people buying sanitary napkins. For real, for real. But what does the toilet protection got to do with the virus? I I don't know. I mean, okay, I think it's that people are under the assumption that we're going to be asked to hunker down in our home uh-huh. for at least a couple of weeks. Gotcha. But I'm like, okay, but until they say that, then you do the mass panic. But these people then probably, they've got all this toilet tissue in their house. Mm-hmm. They got all this food because I was like, what I saw was, you know, the lettuce, the salad bag, uh-huh. gone. What in the hell are you going to do with lettuce? Are they going to freeze day, it? Uh, but even if you freeze it, see, that's why I don't freeze a lot of them. Funny about what I do freeze. Uh-huh. But those um, salad bags, if you freeze them, for me, when you throw them out, the lettuce is slimy and yeah. stuff. But who the hell wants, I want fresh, crisp lettuce, not mushy, slimy, runny lettuce. So it's like, you got to eat that damn lettuce now. So y'all better have a big ass piece of uh, spaghetti dumb. Is that- <laughs> With the side salad. Yes. Or y'all Ch- be eating salads all week. Child. Because I'm just like, okay, they haven't told us to hunker down yet. So, I don't know how long a bag of salad going to last. They're going to be back at the store buying this food again. Child cheese. And then, you know, their kids is home. So, 
So your teenage kids and everybody, they gonna eat up all your food and you're gonna be back there buying toilet paper and all that stuff again. Child, I saw somebody made a um <laughs> what was it? A food schedule for their kids. Ooh. Talking about my kids gonna eat me out of house and home. So they got her from seven to ten. 7 a.m. to 10 is breakfast, mm -hmm. and they have it outlined what they can have. They can have um, two pancakes and a fruit cup. Like, it's something they got going on, and then it's a lunch, and then dinner she'll come up with. Okay, well, uh, I'm okay with that. Right. Because you, and if you, if you, if you eat more than your allowance, then you miss, you miss something <laughs> in the evening when I get home. <laughs> like, your dinner is going to be this slab. Hello. You know, like if we have a steak, you gonna get the baby portion. You gonna get a oh, plate. Jesus. You gonna get a plate for a one year old. Lord have mercy. Hey, look. We got a ration. Look, let me tell you something. The state or whatever didn't say that I had to feed you X Y Z. They just said I had to feed you. True. And for real, for real, while we eat steak, you might be having a bowl of cereal. Or that lettuce from the other day. Hey, hello. <laughs> that bag, that good bag lettuce. Child, so. <laughs> I am recovering. I'm almost dead, but I had a um a very eventful week, y'all. So last day, probably like last week, I started having this terrible pain in my back too. And so finally, I was just like, I just want to get it pulled because I can't take it no more. So I went to the doctors with dentist, and um, they examined my teeth, and it was like, yeah, um, your back wasn't seen needs to come out. Uh, you might as well get all four taken out uh, to avoid the same problem again. So I'm like, okay. So she was like, well, we can set you up for oral surgery. Um, she called all different places. They're all booked up to April. And I'm like, sweetheart, I can't wait till April to get this taken out. So she was like, well, if you want to do it, um, I can take out one. I can't do all four because I can't put you under. Uh, but I'll give you a local anesthesia, have your wig, and we can get it done in an hour. So I'm like, okay. So I'm supposed to get it done on Thursday. But I had already my mind made up that I was going to go to surgery. So I was like, I'm going to come back on Friday because I need to get hyped up because I have like the worst anxiety. But my mama and your ass talking about, oh, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. They're going to give you a nice little shot. You're going to be fine. Yeah, but that's because, see, my experience was totally different. I was not awake. I was asleep. Oh, honey, I was wide awake. Well, you had more on me than, than anything because like I told you before, I left the parking lot. Uh-huh. My pain hit me, honey. That note came off before I left the parking lot. Well, let me, t okay, so, they gave me the shot. This is probably the worst shot I've ever had before. <laughs> and I've had, like, the butterfly IVs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Don't got shit on this. Nothing. And it don't hurt either, depending upon who put it in. Child, let's just say my adrenaline was so high, and I wasn't relaxed and calm, that they had to give me this needle Seven times in an hour time span because it kept wearing off. That's how mm -hmm. like high my anxiety and feeling was. Well, then you made it bad for your own self. I did. I just cooperated. I was cooperating. I'm like, no, <laughs> having anxiety and you know being high strung is not cooperating. But I told you to listen to some music or watch a movie or something like that that would distract you from whatever it is that they were doing. Well, here's the thing. This is probably why my adrenaline worked out. So I was already upset because uh, my mom said I couldn't smoke prior. So my nurse was already, already bad. And so I get in there and I guess the nurse kind of, I don't know if I had like a smoker's face or like she just read it. And she was like, did you hit a J before you come in here? Now my, this is my first time coming to the dental office. And she was like, did you hit a J? I was like, no, I wish. She was like, you should have. 
And I was like, are you serious? She was like, it's fine. She was like, I'm going to tell you how to, you're not posing smoke, but I'm going to teach you how to, to do it so you don't get a, a dry socket. Okay, cool. So Please do not give the name of this place. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. So then, the dentist walks in. Do you remember that little guy, that young guy who was underage in Florida? I think it was Florida. Young black guy who was posing as a doctor Mm-mm. and got locked up. He, and he had like a couple different practices. <laughs> so when the dentist walks in, this baby looks all of 15. Oh, wow. And so she's just, you know, she's, hey, we're going to get this done. Da-da-da-da. I'm like, all right, bitch. <laughs> so, but the, the nurse with this, I'm like, me and her already had like a good relationship going on. So I'm like, okay, she's going she gonna to have me right. <laughs> So I get the shot, and they're in there, and I got my earphones in, but like, I don't know if the tooth, like the tooth was in it grounded, mm. and so it was giving. So she cut around the gum, and she was trying to. I'm sorry, she Ooh. cut around the gum, and then she was trying to wiggle out all one thing, mm. but the tooth would not release. So finally, she had to bring up the drill. Ooh. To cut the tooth in half. Oh. So again, apparently you're supposed to just feel pressure. Oh. That was not pressure what I felt. Oh. So she winds up um, drilling the tooth, drilling the tooth and cracking it in half. Oh. So within mm-hmm. ten minutes she got the first half out, and that was the part with the longest root on it. Mhm. So then she moves on to the next part. But it's in there so strong. She's using something. To support my jaw because she had to put so much pressure on it oh. and she didn't want my jaw to like shadow with so i got a nurse holding my jaw with some kind of metal hook that is supporting it mm. while this lady is like pushing all her body weight to move this tooth loose mm. and i'm sweating profusely because i am like oh my god i am going to sit here and bleed to death <laughs> they ain't gonna let you do that child so then finally she the dentist was like you sweating harder than me i said man why are you sweating you have a degree for this. Why are you sweating? So she had to take a break. Because the last piece she could not get it was the root. She could not get it out. So she was like, they need to do an x-ray. My jaw was already so inflamed. For them to put that little picture thing on my mouth to do the x-ray, it was oh. so painful. Oh. Mind you, I'm supposed to be numb. Mm. Do the x-ray. And she was like, I don't know how I'm going to get this out of here. Oh. And she was like, I know they're, gonna, they're booked up, but they're going to have to do an emergency slot for you. Oh. And so I'm nervous. I'm like, okay, when this wears off and I got to drive there, this is going to be the worst pain oh. of my life. So finally, I'm like, ma'am, whatever you got to do, get it out. Ooh. Yeah, but you don't... Re- okay, so one of the things, and I don't know if they gave you the disclaimer there. Like yeah. a lot of times if a doctor doesn't think that they can do it there, they will send you to the oil surgeon. Well, bitch, you should have did that at first. Well, yes. But... And that's the thing for situations like that, mm-hmm. yeah, because you will go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You will, because some dentists can pull it mm-hmm. right in the office, and they don't use; they just use the local stuff or whatever right. the case may be. But um, I needed an oral surgery, right? Which is the reason why <laughs> <laughs> why I went night night. Shout out. <laughs> Finally, and then like they're 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 doing this whole little, oh my god you're doing such a good job you're doing so great oh. and I'm like sweetheart I don't need that right now oh. just get this damn tooth out of my mouth so oh. I can go the fuck home oh. so they get they finally after maybe an hour I had working on my mouth mm-hmm. now mind you because the tooth was in it so deep 
her instrument kept slipping a couple times mm. and hitting my jaw and my cheek. So not only do I have stitch on the wizardry spot, I have a stitch in my oh, cheek in and I have a stitch on my um, the other part, side of my gum. Right. Um, long story short, I got out after an hour and a half, got home, put my prescription in, but because this whole coronavirus thing, <laughs> they were backed up at the goddamn pharmacy and they told me to be a three hour wait for my prescription. As soon as I stepped in that house, that numbness wall. Mm. And when I say it was the most excruciating pain of my life. And I wanted to legit just just take myself out because it was it was that bad. And I was calling around everybody like, Do y'all got some pain medicine? I know you're not supposed to share medicine. <laughs> but the way my jaw was set up, I had to I had to do something. So I finally got my medicine, took it. Um and for some reason, the bleeding one stopped. I think the bleeding didn't stop until like one o'clock that morning, mm. and then my stitches fell out. So that was another thing. But we're all good. I can start moving my jaw now because they got me on the stairwell. At first, I had a locked jaw, <laughs> and I can move my jaw now and all that. So it's all good now. So enough with the the catch up. Let's get into the juicy part. We'll be here for today, which is UMC. UMC is the Urban Movie Channel. I found out about this channel and this show um, last Sunday when I was doing my cousin's hair, and she sat me down. She was like, you seen this? And I'm like, no, nah, i never seen this. And I'm not really big into like straight to straight to TV or straight to DVD series and stuff like that. So I'm sitting there watching and I'm like, oh, this is getting good. We need to talk about this. So pretty much it's called Monogamy. And Monogamy is a scripted series. And it takes four couples uh, who are pretty much at their wit's end of their relationship. And they don't know what to do. And they're trying to give themselves one last chance before calling their quits. And pretty much it's like a big brother meets wife swap type of ordeal. (laughs) And they pretty much pair you with someone who is everything that you're missing or that you want from your relationship currently. Or someone that's just like you that will understand you. But I think, I mean I think... In some sense, yes, but I think the goal of that mm-hmm. was for them to find, was to pull some things out of them. Right. That they may not have either been given in their marriage or, you know what I'm saying, to open them up. Yeah, because I was like, okay, are they trying to make them see, like, okay, maybe the grass ain't green on the other side for you dog. Well, that's what they always say. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's problems in relationships all the time Mm -hmm. it's just that surface you're not going to find everything out right um you know every day is a learning um experience and you know the things that you go through and everything like that um because always in life everybody hasn't found themselves and as much as some people may say that they have found themselves yeah you may have found some pieces of yourself but there's some things yet to be discovered Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I, I just think that, you know, yeah, some people may hold pieces that we we look for, we desire, and this, that, and the other, but there may be some other pieces that you're like, you know, you think it's good because, yeah, those things are desirable, mm-hmm. and, you know, but then you, you get you get it. And now you're working with the whole package, and you're right. like, wait a minute. This ain't what now, I thought it was. That I could have left. Right. Where is this? And it's not. You're buying the whole package and not just the pieces of it. Right. And that's what pe- people look at 
surface. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's not until you're with someone and and that you learn and you grow with them. Right. But until then, yeah, we all are dating or whatever. Even in the beginning of your marriage, the honeymoon phase, it is still a representative. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it is still a representative. <laughs> now, the thing about okay, so. With them being doing this whole partner swap, wife swap, husband swap thing, whatever, they are they have to put up their assets mm-hmm. as part of the NDA. Right. So they have to be lip shut about all this. They can't tell them what's going on. They can't tell them, you know, uh, anything that happens they have to be lip shut lip shut about it. And if they fulfill all the obligations of this therapy, they win a large sum of money. They, didn't, they never disclosed it, but it's a large sum of money. And so they're away from their partner for. Was it two months? Yes, two, two months, months. Two months at a time, and they're not in their home city. I don't think. Nope. Um, so they're just away from everyone, um, and they they're they give us were they giving the stuff? No, no, they didn't work. Giving what? I'm jumping ahead, child. It's so hard. Oh. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> jumping ahead. So, um, but the council, the council is pretty much like their big brother. They have no clue who these people are. <laughs> they have no clue what they look like. Also, you would not be able to um, embark on this therapy session if you had children. That was another thing they said that you couldn't have. So, um, I guess we can go ahead and jump into the, the, the couple breakdown and who they are and what we think about each person. So, let's go ahead and jump into it. Well, go, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It was kind of hard. Now, I probably could do a breakdown because I, you know... Some of us probably have watched the whole season. Child. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you right now, it was like a good book. Uh-huh. Did you, you know, once that? you write, once you started, you just couldn't. Right. Because <laughs> my intention was just to watch the first episode and be done with it. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, ooh. 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 Okay. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting, ooh, wait a minute. Right. Um. But... It was kind of hard in the first one to kind of, I mean, I guess you could make your speculations on, you could kind of assess something, Mm -hmm. but not quite. Right. Because they didn't really introduce the characters per se. Right. Episode one was a real slow burn, but it was enough, it was a slow burn, but it was enough it's almost like when somebody's trying to tell you a story and they give you just enough yes. to like a hook, line, a sinker right. to get you bought into the series. But you can see that there were problems. Right, You know definitely. what I'm saying? You can definitely see that there were problems. And it was, it was I think the thing that kept you, com- that wanted you to come back more was the fact that you wanted to find out what happened. Mm-hmm. Like what was wrong, what was so wrong? Like right. where did things go wrong? Uh-huh. You know, with these people that they have or they feel like they have to seek because they did give the individual years that the folks have been married mm-hmm. to wonder, hey, you know, what happened? Right. You know, if everything was so good that you were able to say, I want to marry this person and then now you're like you know, we have issues. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying because relationships have issues. Right. You know, and it's a plethora of things. But mm-hmm. you just, you just wonder. Yeah, and like she said, episode one, it gave you very surface level 
um, views inside a relationship as far as what the issues are, what each person, I guess, shortcomings are, and we don't really find out more in depth characteristic flaws and all that kind of stuff until later on in the series. But um, the first couple you go to is Maggie. Maggie is played by Jill Marie Jones, mm-hmm. who I know from Golden Girls, of course, who played Tony. <laughs> and she's married to uh, Carson, who's played by Wesley Jonathan. Um, I've seen him in a lot of movies. I just don't remember right. which ones. But pretty much, um, Jill gives me very Erica Badu vibes. Oh, my God. Very Mother Earth. Um, they start a business together. But I don't know. I get that they have a business together, but from what I understand from their little meeting or their little interaction in the office, I felt like she wanted it to be a partnership, and she's feeling right now that she's more of a secretary. Yeah, but I think with that couple, and like I said, that's why you want to see more. Mm-hmm. Because what I didn't like was, if it is a business, then why take the lax approach? Right. You know, like when he came in and he was like, you know, the invoices have been there for two weeks. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a certain amount of time in order to pay these to keep our 90 day credit. Right. Um, And then you're sitting there nonchalant. How do you expect somebody to, if that's what you want? How do you expect somebody to take you serious? Because mm-hmm. see, he's more of when it comes to business and and probably also in their personal life too. Um, more of the serious one. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that she's not serious, but it's just like he he's gr- he grinds. Mm-hmm. And I think he would take her more serious if she was on that grind level. Right. But if you're lack. And and that may be her approach, mm-hmm. but he can't take you seriously if you're saying, "Oh, those can sit there until the week before the ninety day." You know, because I was real, I was really confused on their interaction because when she was, um, like I said, she was real lackadaisical about the whole um, processes for the business, but then um, he said something. Well, a big house ain't gonna pay for itself, and. I don't know if he's going around because, like I said, we don't know until we get further in. But I don't know if he's going around saying, you know, he's the one putting all the hard work into it or what have you. But the one thing that kind of left me guessing, because I don't know if they discussed it in episode one, was when he was about to walk away and she said, it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, no, I don't think it's mine either. So I'm like, well, what happened that they're talking about? Right. Like, I mean, did somebody cheat? There's some like, is there fertility issues? Like, what happened for them to be like, okay, well, it's not my fault? Because so obviously that's a big wedge between them already. Right. And then um, it, it touched me. But he was, what he said to her, he said, I'm wondering if, if our best days are already behind us. Right. Child. But you know, but but the thing about it was, I guess communication. Mm-hmm. Like, how they communicated with each other wasn't even, like, you didn't even know that there was, I guess, I wouldn't even think that there was any love there, to be honest, the way that they communicated. It was just like, damn, are they? (laughs) Are your best days behind you? Like, I kind of felt bad. Like, ooh, you know, ooh. (laughs) 
But um, so yeah, we really don't know like what happened with that. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's like work because I don't think you should. Sometimes it can work, but as far as going in business with a spouse, a lot of times you just might go into business with a spouse. It kind of goes left. But you kind of, okay, first of all, if you build a dream together, you kind of have to keep that same momentum. Correct. Like, you can't have one person that has visions and, and making moves and seeing things. And like he said to her, you can't just have dreams. You know, in a business, uh, and, and you know, basically, you know, in a business, you got to have a dream and you got to follow it up with a plan. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where he was with her when he said what he said. And to me, it just seems like they're bored with each other. It does. It does. Uh, and they've been married for 11 years. I'm glad you got that note. Ah, so. yes. <laughs> they, they, they were mar they've been married for 11 years. All right, let's hop on to the next one, because you're going to have to take the lead on this next one, because I don't know shit about them. Ooh. I couldn't pick up nothing about them, only besides, you know... Are you talking about um, Caroline and Sawyer? No, not Carolina Soy. I'm talking because I was like, I was in there like because <laughs> that's what I, that's what I got some real notes for. I, I, you know what? I couldn't I couldn't pick nothing for them because <laughs> I was just like babies. Now Carolina Ooh. Soy, okay, Carolina Soy. We can go ahead and we'll sit you on them. <laughs> I I couldn't Caroline. Oh, they've been married for three years, mind you. Oh. To me, both of them seem immature because the whole thing with them starts out with they're arguing over something stupid. They argue over semantics. Like okay. they're having they're having an argument, they're having conversation, and they're neither one is listening to what the other person is saying, and they're just picking out pieces and like context words mm -hmm. that they can launch off of. <laughs> now, Carolyn is played by Vanessa Simmons. Um. I'm gonna tell you right now, she gonna have to impress me because this first episode, her acting was not here for. I was not here for it. It was not believable for me at all. You know, I'm not even. I'm not gonna say that because you knew that it wasn't her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew that was Vanessa. Sims. I mean. Yeah, that's her. Vanessa. Okay. <laughs> I knew that that was Vanessa, but I didn't know that it was Correct, her. correct. Um, I so, just, Sheree says she's the type to listen to, she's, she's listening to respond and not to understand. You didn't get but that? I think, I, I think they both did, but what I picked up off of both of them was immaturity. Yeah. Like, I'm not even, like, in my mind's eye, I was wondering, how did you all even get married? The one thing that I, the other thing that I did pick up is, they have good sexual chemistry. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's what they thrived off of was the sexual chemistry. Right. And not necessarily the communication piece, the maturity piece. Because again, a lot of things got lost in translation when they was arguing. Yeah, they were. It was like they, like you could tell that they don't there's not a whole lot of good communicating that goes on there. Mm -hmm. Do they like they're like a look couple? No, I just think that they got together. two babies who got together and Again, it was probably all for some good sex. See, okay, because I think that Carolyn got some serious masculine energy going on. I think that, <laughs> that to make light of it and to make fun, I feel like she wear boxers. Well, I don't know. I don't know. 
know about that, but I tell you, I did get some vibes between, well, I'm not going to say between because I don't know what position the, um, her little, uh, exercise partner, coach, oh, yeah, or whoever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what their relationship is, uh -huh. but there was a little bit of innuendo going on there. Right. And that, the lady was like, I'm just going to leave that alone. And she was looking <laughs> like, it was like, they, I guess they felt the vibe, just the vibe, uh -huh. and I don't know. So I was getting that maybe she also has an attraction to women as well. Right. So that's why I say I think they're still babies, and they have a lot to learn. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just marriage. Or I think that there was a common bound between them mm -hmm. that brought them together, right. and not necessarily what people build their relationships on. Uh -huh. I mean people build their relationships on different things, but yeah. I just I just think that they built their relationship on something common and it had nothing to do with like a sturdy foundation. Like you can't you can't like because I like race cars and you like race cars, baby that don't mean we're gonna be a match made in heaven. Right. But out of all of them this is probably my least favorite couple. Already. Just the way like yeah. they they are my least favorite couple. Yeah. Um I, I, I couldn't, but I'm 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 in love with I'm in love <laughs> that, with that's intriguing. Yeah. I'm in love with Sylvia. <laughs> I was like, oh okay then. <laughs> All right. So um I'm gonna let you take off with uh Dallas and now this baby's name is spelled sincere. But well, her name is not Sensoray. Sensoray. Right. But there is no apostrophe. <laughs> There's nothing leaving. Yeah. Let me know that, you know, Look, it's French. You know how we get creative, okay? <laughs> we don't need a hyphen, apostrophe, or nothing like that. Her name is Sensor Ray, okay? And she's from D.C. Her character's from D.C. Yes, Washington, D.C., honey. I caught that, too. Well, go, I'm going to let you go around with this one. Okay, I got so, to say about that. yeah, because I was trying. They was, they was a little puzzling, too, because their whole thing is they never really spoke a word. <laughs> they didn't. There was silence. But I'm gonna tell you what I did pick up on. I, I had to, I was like I had to pay real close attention. And to be honest, what I gathered from that, now they've been married for seven years. Okay. And based on the conversation that she had with her dad, and based on whatever he was going on, going, going through at work mm -hmm. or whatever, he's he's a cop or a detective or whatever the case right. may be. And I think that there are pressures that he goes through but he takes them out on her okay i don't i don't i think he brings it home because it's easier for him to take it out on her than to bring it back to the job uh -huh. you know what i'm saying and not only that but from what i gathered she is i don't know a paramedic or emt or something like that right right and apparently she had a pass uh-huh and i think he brought her out of that and brought her up and she's doing good on her own now right and at this point and i think that was something outside of his job because of the frustrations and stuff that he goes through there mm -hmm. that was something that he had i don't want to say to be proud of mm -hmm. because he was helping her he was building her to be something better and it's like now that she's gotten to the point where she can stand on her own he really doesn't have hey. anything to fall back on. Right. So now I think it's a point of resentment. Mm -hmm. And now he doesn't see her as, you know, 
They're working like it was stuff for him like to work, work on. It, it was a project. Exactly. It was a project. Exactly. And so he was taking pride in, you know, pouring into and developing it. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of flourished and now it's it's it's, it's developed, you know, branches and, and leaves of its own. And it, and she doesn't necessarily it's not that she doesn't necessarily need him, but that's the way he feels. Mm-hmm. And I just think that and again, it's still easier to take it out on your spouse than it is to bring it back to work. Because at work, they don't care. That you know, you bring girl, it in. Sheree said he wants her he wants her to depend on him and that's his, it's his ego. Yes. Yes. I don't know if it's necessarily an ego. I just think it has everything to do with the line of work that he's in. And you know, because when you're a detective or a cop, it's like you when you fail, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's a lot. Yeah. Because you feel like you feel like you let someone down. Mm-hmm. And as a come and home and have this, ha- right? Oh, okay, yeah. This so is good. to okay. come home and and have something that you've actually poured into and made a difference. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of cops, when they're in it for the right reason, they're looking to make a difference. Right. And that's what they thrive off of because they've made a difference. Mm-hmm. But the moment that there's something that doesn't go right, and again, it has nothing to do with them. It's not that they did anything wrong or whatever, but they feel like a failure. Right. And so I think at this point, Excuse me. it's just like <coughs> because there's nothing left for him to do, he probably at this point feels like he failed. Mm-hmm. But really, it's, it's, it's a trophy. Like, he's, he's in... <clears throat> Whatever, whatever her background was, mm-hmm. he didn't, you know, dust her her scabs off and her wounds and her bruises, nursed her back to health, you know, got her on a good foot, and now I don't know if he's bored, but he needs to see the silver lining as far as like if it if it was done out of like a project, he needs to see his trophy at this point. I mean, true, but I mean, it's not to say that he may not love her. It's just that at this point. You know his his judgment may be clouded, mm-hmm. just because. This shit is strong. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I get it. I I, I mean I totally I, I I get where. I mean I've never done that, but. <laughs> I get I guess I understand, and it's it's just, and I think it's just frustrating for her because she doesn't know what she did or mm-hmm. where she went wrong so she's just kind of clueless and i don't think she knows how to approach the situation without causing a conflict mm-hmm. if you know what i mean and then of course i don't know what happened on the job or whatever the case may be because also he got a call and he was like they was like if you do that again or you, you know and 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 he was he was off they was like just don't report back for 14 days right so it's like, okay, so what did he do? Mm-hmm. You know, and then he was real frustrated about that. You know, just just feeling like, and I think it's the pressures of that. And he probably doesn't communicate that to her because he doesn't want her to see a failure in him. Right. Like if he's having problems on a job and he's, you know what I mean? He's prideful. Right. So I just, does, yeah. And I think he just wants to be the man probably that she's always had or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be he doesn't she doesn't want he doesn't want her to see him as a failure right and 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 so he's not expressing himself and 
that's leaving her in the dark and it, I think the lack of communication is what's turning them apart. Well, who's next, Cheryl? That would either be Connor. Well, we didn't already touched on Caroline and them, so I guess that would leave Connor. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is my second least favorite fucking couple. No, I'm going to tell you. I mean, but okay, here's the thing. It's not my least. Okay, so let me let me backtrack. Because even though I do like Maggie, <laughs> I don't. You don't like Maggie? I don't. Oh, child. Even though I like Maggie, what's her name? What's her name? Deidre? Deandra. Deandra. Deandra and Connor. I've been in situations like this before. I don't like Deandra. It's something weird about her. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and we'll, we'll get to it, but um, <laughs> beyond her, she didn't came into some money. Well, she was left some money. Um, she seems like a trust fund baby. Yeah. And it seems that you know Connor has a past. Correct. But he's trying to get himself on a good foot. And he has. And he has. Um, I suppose he's gonna be a stockbroker, someone mm-hmm. on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. But did she find out after he was married that? No, I think it, it led me to believe that she always knew. How long was they married for? One year, honey. Okay, so he must. Okay. But she's. But it's just interesting because she was like, "Are you gonna go back to your old life or something like that?" Could you? Could you? But I think because she was saying, she said that scares her. So what leads? What? It, okay, so with her, and that's why it just irks me because, like you said. She's a trust fund baby. I don't think she has much real world experience. Mm-hmm. What leads me to believe that is because she had made an investment. And she thought that <laughs> she would get a 100% return. Pretty and much. here I am. I'm not a businesswoman. But, you know, you, you have common sense enough to know that a lot of times you're not going to make a 100% return. Right. Um, but those are things you have to do your research on, and it doesn't seem to me that she did that before she made the investment that she did. Uh huh. And I think everything she does, she does blindly, mm-hmm. thinking this is what I'm going to get in return. And I think that she builds up so much of an expectation for things, not looking at stuff realistically. And then it becomes a disappointment. And I don't know if she was looking for a man with a silver spoon. Because to be honest, do I think that he's doing this for her? I think Most so. definitely. I think so. Do I think he's cut out to do it? Yes. Because as the man led him, you know, told him, you're, you're very smart. And usually a lot of these a street lot. guys are very intelligent, very business savvy. Is that a lot of these, these niggas that hustle? Yes. When it comes to math, science, money, yes. anything. They are very equipped. Hello? And and the fact that he was he was climbing a chain, he was a little bit impatient because again, with with the street life, everything comes fast. fast yeah. So it wasn't coming as fast, but he had the potential to be the everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he saw that. And I do think that he's standing in his own way. Now, did that did that man? I take it he knew his background. Yeah, okay. it sounded like to me that he knew where he came from, and 
I think he was just trying to get him to understand, dude, you got it. Right. You know, all you have to do is just stay at it. This is what I see for you because the guy, uh, you know, this is what he's been doing. And if he kept going the way he was going, he was going to get to that point. Mm -hmm. You know, people would start seeing him, but he's going to have to change a few things. And I get it. He still has some of his, um, his street mentality. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you still got to put up. I don't want to say not a front, but you still have to put up things to or barriers or whatever to protect yourself. Right. But I think that's what's going to work. For him. If, if if he does get far in this, that's what's going to work for him. And that's what's going to set him apart from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Having that street mentality. Because a lot of them, they, they book smart. They went to school. They, I mean, they, right. these, these what is it, right. white collar people, stuff like that. Right. But I, a lot of people that have that book smart, they like that, that street mm-hmm. sense and stuff like that. And I think that's what's going to help in the long run. So she might want to stay grounded with her man. There's potential there. But I just think that he's trying and he wants to give her the world and Mm -hmm. he wants to make things work, but he doesn't feel like he's appreciated enough or that he's done enough Mm -hmm. to deserve her extra mile. Right. And she doesn't give an extra mile and she's not going to give an extra mile until she sees xyz mm-hmm. to me it's like first she wants to see some dividends right and then she going to invest her but, time but what i see that i do like is that he's not comfortable and he's not relying on her correct because i think it was the one call he made he was like he was like we got we got enough or something like that he was like no you got enough right i don't have that you got right that. so i like the fact that he's not comfortable and stagnant in okay she got it she's gonna take care of it right he wanted he want to have something for right. herself and that's good and i think Maybe, maybe that's a sense of control for her mm-hmm. that if you know she did, then you know. But what I did catch was when it was time to go, I think there's a sensitive side to him that she hasn't seen mm-hmm. because she hasn't made it easy enough for him to open up and truly be him. And I think he was getting ready. He was trying to convey that mm-hmm. when it was time for them to part their ways and go, you know, wherever the people, you know, told them to go. Mm-hmm. When he said a couple of words to her and then they kissed, I think she felt it then. And I think for the very first time, she was starting to see a more sensitive. It was brief. But she was starting to see a little bit more sensitive side of him. Right. But I think she would probably see a lot more of that if she gave a little bit herself. Gotcha. But right now, ooh, child. And it's only been a year. Oh, my God. So I don't I don't know what. I guess I'm curious to find out what brought them together. Pretty much, but the thing that's funny about this, and what I'm glad that we started watching this, yeah, is because this ties into you know our number one um, catalyst in relationships that either make or break it is communication, mm-hmm. and none of these none of these people know who their partner is. No, and that's so sad. And for me to have never been married, that's one thing I'm scared about is to yes, I've been engaged, and I think I'm I've. I've, I've I thought I knew the people I was dating and had been engaged to, but I'm scared to the point where if I get in, like you said, you don't know who you, who they are until years on the road. 
because you're still in the honeymoon phase, people still trying to save face and have that mask on. But, and I, I, here's the thing. I mean, of course there's the critical signs that you definitely stay away from, and that's controlling mm-hmm. and all of that other stuff, anger issues. You definitely, Those are clear things to stand, stand clear of. You know what I'm saying? Um, because that's not what you want to go into, whatever the case may right. be. But, again, like, a lot of people have insecurities, you know? Those things don't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, you may see them. You may not see them up front. But as a person begins to show you themselves, you may see them. And, and, and I think depending upon the insecurity, because truly, if a person is truly insecure, you want to see that up front. Up front, yeah. Where they're like, oh, you don't like me. Oh, you don't. Stay away from them, too. Because they, they need to be seeing somebody on the comfy couch. That's what they need. They need a pillow, too. And a couch. They need to see Dr. Sherry. Mm, they need to see somebody. <laughs> Stand clear of them. You are not a therapist. So don't be trying to be one in your in your relationship. But <laughs> you know, some things you can work through and some things you got to let go you, and let go. Hello. <laughs> hello. But I mean there's some things that you that you can work with. You know, everybody has flaws. So it's not to say that you're you're gonna that every that folks are gonna wind up in relationships where their mate is the perfect one. Because mm-hmm. that's not true. Everybody is going to bring a flaw or two. And some things are worth dealing with and some things just are not. And no matter how much you love a person, sometimes you're just gonna have to learn to love them from a distance. Like, you may truly wind up being, like, really good friends. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Or you may truly love each other and wind up together and get married or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, you got to figure out what it is that you're willing to deal with. Like, some things, like I said, is very minor. But there's some people who, you know get mad over simple things like oh you don't have your toes polished right oh and for for real for real it's like or when i when i hear people talk about you know they may say oh they don't like the hairstyle oh you know what i'm saying just nitpicking over things and my point is for any person in a relationship, if you don't like something about your mate, it's not that you would try to change them. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see those things, first of all, you got to look and see, well, why isn't it? Because I'm going to tell you, I was reading an article um, a few years ago, and it was it was a married couple or whatever the case may be. And the woman was just like, she didn't understand, like her husband was tired of her. You know, she would always walk around the house with sweat. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't wear anything sexy to bed or anything like that. She, you know, barely went to go get her nails and stuff done. Or she, he felt like she didn't keep herself up the way that she did when they first was dating. Mm-hmm. But her thing was, he doesn't realize that not only do I go to work, but when I come home, she keeps house. I have to take care of my family. I have to make sure that the kids get a bath. Mm -hmm. I have to read to them, make sure, hear about their day, schoolwork. I got to cook dinner. 
then I got to clean up and everything like that. If he would just take some of those things off of me, like if I cook dinner, you wash, you right. know what I'm saying? You wash the dishes. We Maybe I will have time to run upstairs and put little my, my little my, my little fresh like Hollywood on too. Right. Hello. <laughs> and maybe I will have a little chance. Or maybe if you bath them up while I'm cooking dinner, and then you do the dishes after I cook. I Benji's in bed, and I'm in the shower while you washing dishes. Hello. And we can get it on. <laughs> okay. Lingerie and all. Hello. But if I got to do A to Z when I get home and you chilling, I'm tired. And we thought about this on what's this episode either episode one or two. He was like, maybe you ain't doing something to make her wanna do the cartwheel to the split <laughs> but or wear the nipple people, pasties. <laughs> but some people don't really like women get tired. Like if you want these things and you desire these things, and see these are things that would drive someone to another person mm -hmm. because somebody is doing car wheels but i guarantee you if you knock that individual up and you expect the same thing she gonna stop wearing that lingerie too Hello? she gonna be like nigga i'm tired okay i got to i got to work i got to hear your crap and i gotta take care of these kids feed you bathe clothes shop look i'm tired and you want me to do all these things that i was doing when we were dating right Nigga, you not winding down like when we was dating. No, look, the only one who's who's still consistent is, look, we got a kid, but I'm the caregiver. Hello. And you still chilling. You get to watch your football. You get to watch your basketball. You get to watch everything under the sun. You get to go hang out with your buddies. I'm being mother of the year. <laughs> I need some time in my she shed. Hello. Woo. <laughs> Shall I'm trying to tell you, Cheryl. We all need she shed. <laughs> I am done. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but those are the things I'm talking about. Like, people don't realize sometimes the pressures that they put on people not realizing the other things that the mate is going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, going through. And I just, you know, sometimes you got to take a step back, which is why I'm glad that those couples decided, hey, we do need some help. Let's, you know, bring somebody else in and, and see if we can figure this out. Right. But that lets you know that they're willing to work or they want to try to figure it out with that individual. It is true. So I, I'm glad to say. So, oh. What? What girl? Oh, child. What happened? Oh, I, I just need y'all to keep watching. Yes. Because, I'm, okay. So I did a poll the other day, right? Mm -hmm. It was just two questions. Mm hmm. And it was just like some Sally Struthers, uh, y'all man had questions. It was like, in your last relationship, do you feel like you did everything to make it work? And on this poll, 80% of my friends said they did everything they, they could to make it work. 20% said no. At least some people were honest. Yes. And I'm going to say that because I would say that to some extent, for me and my last one, yes. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, if you're still getting the same result, you begin to start backing up and be like, I fold. Right, basically. You know, if, if it seems like the best, your best is not good enough, mm -hmm. eventually you kind of give up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, just be honest. <laughs> the next thing I asked was, could you see yourself doing a partner swap? As some kind of relationship therapy or counseling. 
Forty percent of my friends said yes. Sixty percent said no. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's touchy. It depends upon what it all entails. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. Would I do it? Yes. Would I do it in the aspect that this show has done it? No. Because <laughs> one, you have me. I have to sign over all of my assets to people I ain't never seen before. Yeah. That I have no clue what these people look like. But see, that lets you know that they were serious about, you know, what it is that they were doing. In order to say that I'm willing to do whatever mm-hmm. to make my marriage work. And that's beautiful. You know, that's what they're saying. Um, would I ever, I don't, without all of that, I don't, I mean, I guess here's the thing. If you're serious enough about it, like there's things that that can happen. Like I don't know if I would sign over any assets or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I think that there should have been some kind of penalty charge. Correct. Yeah. That if you do, you know, say X Y Z or communicate or tell this that or the other, then this is what you owe. I think well, there like should have been a penalty. Sure. But like I said, I think like you said, I think that's that's the way they do. They were serious. Right. If you like, if you because they didn't want just anybody signing up saying, "Hey, we're on our last leg. <laughs> right. Let me win this money." Right. This was people who were actually right. in love at one point in time, yes. and really are wanting to find that one last grain of um, what's I'm looking for of solid to make this shit work. Right. And but I can't see myself signing over nothing. No. But I mean, could I do a swap? Yes. Um, if it's like the, <laughs> you know, like the white swap or whatever the case may be. <laughs> I mean, because you do learn a lot. And those people have, you know, in those situations now, there were a few that they didn't learn nothing. But <laughs> but there were a lot of people when when dealing with, uh, with you know, the other couple, uh-huh. they did learn a few things. And there were a few things that they changed in their lifestyle and felt felt like, oh, this is what I need to give my mate. You know, this is this is maybe I'm I'm gonna start, you know, doing XYZ. You know, because I see that it works, it makes things more easier. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to see another side of things and it opens up their view. So I mean, I would be open. I don't I think two months, maybe a long time. But who knows? But you could learn you could learn a lot from other people. I mean, I think it's just a different type of counseling. Mm-hmm. But one thing I have to say is, with television and programming and everything like that, I'm just glad that it's an African American show. Absolutely. And I would. Because how often do you how often do you see like this type of situation in our community, or? A lot of times you see like therapy and stuff like that. You see them with like Caucasian family or something that's not right. of the black family right. trying to make it work. And right. this sheds light on that. It, it, we, we, we try to make it work here. Right. We try to make it work. Right. And I just, and, and you know, I really do. At first, I, I didn't know how to feel about the cast. What? But, <laughs> what, girl? I didn't know how to feel about the cast. I really didn't. In this type of situation, but now, no. Right. Because, I mean, like, these are all, I think this is a very serious, um, even though it does have its, like, funny moments, it's a very serious um, series. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people that's on here I've seen in more comedic roles like Jill Marie on Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. They had serious moments, but I think it was a, it was a, a, a comedy. Right. Brian White, I mean, I can't... Don't, don't forget me. I can't remember what he's been in. But he's played him, but he was also... Remember the... Um, was it Twa? No, not Twa, but... Um, oh, my gosh. It was a movie with that girl. What was what her name? Her name... I, well, I want to call her Kiko, but that's not it. Mm. But she was... I don't know if she was a model. Carucci. Where she... He was married. And then... Um, is it... Um, if I can't have you or something like that. Is that a Tyler Perry film? I don't know. If it is, I But I know it was on BET or something. <laughs> but, um, he was in Stumble Yard too, I believe. Yes, he sure was. But he was the husband, and so he had a wife and a child. Mm-hmm. But then this lady came in. I don't know how she... But she... Oh, she was the girl's sister. Karuchi okay. was the sister, I believe. Or maybe Karuchi was the wife. But the girl came in, and... um. I think she had some kind of, she might have had some kind of mental issues or whatever the case may be. But she killed her own husband. Oh, Jesus Christ. Then she moved in with the sister because I think she always admired what the sister had in her marriage. Mm-hmm. Then she drugged him. They slept together. And then she was just trying to drag him through this whole little thing. a lot. Ooh, yes, child. It was, ooh, it was something else. Uh, who else? Vanessa. I'm gonna say Vanessa Williams. Jesus. Well, Christ. no, I don't think she was in anything else that I know of. Vanessa Simmons. I've only seen her on um, Run's House. Um, I never well, seen. Well, she's on Growing Up, Growing Up Hip Hop, or something like that. Um, Darius McRae. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna skip that one. Um, I've seen Wesley Jones, Jonathan, in a lot of comedic, comedic stuff. Yes. Karen Ward. I don't. What has she been in? She's been in something I can't remember, but I've seen her before. Yeah. Is she friends? I think she's friends with that lady AJ. What's her last name? She was in um played the mom on Baby Boy. Oh, okay. But I see her a lot with her. Okay. Um, but I have seen her before, I just can't put my finger on it. And then the other lady, I've seen her in a plethora of stuff. Oh, Deandra? Mm-hmm. I ain't never seen her before. Yes, she has. Who was she in? Her character was kinda the same. I want sorta kinda. She gives me play play actor, actress. To some degree, yes. Okay. To some degree. And then I had nothing else to say about Blue Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know. But no, I'm. I'm just saying, like for for the. I guess in reference to cast, I'm just glad it's not your suspecting mm-hmm. cast because it works. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and. Like people you wouldn't necessarily think to be in those roles or whatever the case may be, it works. Yeah. And so I, I like it for that. And then because I because I've never I'm sorry because I've never seen I mean I'm not going because the only thing I've seen Jill Marie in is girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that she does anything else, but that's the only thing I, that's where I know her from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. In monogamy, she plays a very, I, I think it's a very serious role. And, and when I think of girlfriend, she was very, you know, the comic relief when it came to mm-hmm. being the bougie friend. Right. And all that. kind of did see. Yeah. Right. But I, I love her character in this. I know you don't like it, but I love it. No, I don't. So let's play a game. You got a full game, girl? Sure. <laughs> so we're going to act like we ain't see episode two. 
Based on episode one, who would you have paired with who? Ooh. And I can go for a first movie too. Because I, I had some time to think about this. Because with the younger couple, that's kind of hard. That's Sawyer and... Caroline. 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 Like, I don't know. Mm. I almost would put Connor with Caroline. Really? Oh. Yeah. Because he's a little bit more... I don't want to say... I don't want to say manly. Uh-huh. But he ain't gonna take no shit. Yeah, like, I think... Because Sawyer, like, he, he will go back and forth with her. Right. But and Connor I, is he's not. not. He's not gonna go back and forth. He's gonna say what he gotta say and be done with it. And then he'll say what he gotta say and he'll walk away. Pretty much. And let it be done. Like, he ain't gonna sit there and argue with you. Um... Who can I say? I think DeAndre and Carson. You think so? Yes, because she she has that picture of what she wants, and she got hers, he got his, mm-hmm. and it's almost like that picture that picture frame that she wants. Mm-hmm. So yes, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Who would you put Sensei with? I would put her with Sawyer. No. That's tough. I guess so. Mm. I don't see, but see, I don't see. Mm, I don't see. I don't see the connection. I don't see. Maybe for conversation. Because let me just okay. So we 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 can exit this game because when y'all, I want y'all to see episode two because I think episode two they did a great job as far as swapping these couples out. Yes, and they pa- did. And pairing them. Who they be paired? Yes, with. they did. I didn't get it at first. Right. Yeah, but yeah, watch episode two, people. I'm trying to t- look, and if you cheat a little, that's fine. <laughs> just make sure that you don't spoil it for nobody else, okay? Because exactly. just like we ain't spoiling it for you, so make sure you don't spoil it for nobody else. Because like I said before, it's like a good book. Mm. Hey, you want to keep turning that page? But this is a real good series. And I mean, even after this is over, I hope there's like a a follow up or. Girl, I said it should have a reunion. Something <laughs> like Ooh, a script reunion. reunion. Yes. But yeah, no, this is this is a really good show. And then you, you know what else I like about it? Hmm. I like the fact that they show black people going through. It's not that ratchetness. Right. They show couples going through different things, and these are things that some you know most couples going through. Exactly. And. And what it is that they're lacking and stuff like that, because that may even help other people look at it and say, you know, maybe I could do something different. Mm-hmm. You know, this this was us. You know what I'm saying? And then when they move with their their new mate, um, or their experimental mate, that oh, this is may this may be what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? This this may be. Because that's how I act all the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. They may take a look at that and say, you know, maybe I need to change some things. Maybe I need to reevaluate some things. So it is a good, it is a good, a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad you stumbled upon it. Child, yeah, this is a good ass. 
And actively, like I said, actively don't watch shows like this. And but what I'm surprised is that this channel has some really good shows on it. So we might, I mean, as we do with season two, and we wait for season three to come out, we might have to touch on another show because this it has some really good shows on it. Um, what is that on my agenda for us? Mm-hmm. Alright, that's a, what you got on your list, girl. That's all I got on mine. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, is anybody calling in? Just, Let me just, see if I call this coming in. Just, just summing up, just summing up the characters and things like that. And it seems like most of our stuff that we talk about is relationships. Child, yes. <laughs> I guess because that's what's happening. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Man. That's what's happening. How's she gonna want to? Um, Join a call, she ain't gonna answer. Huh? <laughs> Where is she at? Huh? Um, Pastor. Ooh, I think that might have been. Is she joining yet, Pastor? <laughs> Why'd she leave? I don't know. No, it's there. Somebody is. I'm on it. I'm trying to get her to join. No, but well, then, then die. Let me see if I can call her separately. Yeah, I know she that. said she wanted to. Um, But yeah, no, uh, and, and, and so maybe we'll, I mean, we touched on the kids, we touched on <laughs> marriages, relationships, I mean, but that's everyday life. Yeah. Everyday life. And I know y'all gonna get tired of hearing, hearing from us and stuff like that. And let me, let me, look, let me give our disclaimer. No matter what, I'm gonna throw it up in here. Look, the thoughts and opinions. Expressed by Devin and Tim <laughs> are merely our own. Are Are you ready, Pastor? Because we've been trying to call you to get your feedback on the show. Are you ready to give us your feedback on the show? You on you you live now, child. You 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 are on air. You are on air, Pastor. So y'all forgive me because we never we haven't tested out before, so hopefully it sounds good and the quality is good. On to air. Okay, well I'm just gonna say that at first I was a little lost. Baby, you got background noise. At first I was a little lost behind the show, and then as it got deeper into the episodes, then I kind of no. We are only doing we are only doing episode one. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, baby. We only do, mind you, we only do episode one, episode one. But you, but you do recommend it though, right? Yes, I will recommend anybody that is in a relationship, single, whatever, honey, to watch this show. It is amazing. Because it seems like Pastor already jumped to season two. But like I said, I will say that as far as it goes, it's like it looks like they paired the couples um, based on what it was that they needed and not what they wanted. Oh, yes. Now, don't 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 sound under couples, but yeah, I agree. I agree, Chad. But like I said earlier, I felt like I felt like episode one was a slow burn. But once you get through episode one, it is it is it, it, it's you know it's a ride after that. Yes, I think for me it's one of those 
when I got to like episode three, once you got to really know the background of the couple. Right. Yeah, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I, I do recommend the show. And um, thank you all for uh, breaking it down. No problem, no problem. So what we're gonna do next? I'm gonna need you to rewatch rewatch episode two of season one, and we're gonna have you chime in next week with your excuse, with your feedback, okay? Okay, praise God. Praise praise God. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh man. So we're gonna wrap up. We're at an hour now. Um, but what I do want you guys to um to leave you guys on. We are trying to plan a live show. If you are a vendor of some um, some sort, doesn't matter what it is. If you make jewelry, you make clothes, if you bake, if you are any type of entrepreneur, we want to have you involved. Uh, we're still trying to set up a date, but if you are interested, please uh, reach out to us in a DM or email. Um, IG it's cocktails at the chateau. Um, email is cocktails at the sh- at the chateau at gmail dot com. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. What you got, Tink? And I just want to say um, for our listeners, make sure you share, share, share. Yes, share, like, subscribe, thumbs up. Yes, please, all of that. I mean, we talk about everyday stuff, um, you know, that people may be going through or whatever the case may be. And they may just, they may, we, we may just give them a sense of reality, whether it's based off of, you know, stuff that people write in and talk about or you know our own experiences look we all go through stuff and 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 you know like a lot of the stuff that we go through is stuff that somebody else has been through yes or get or going through mm-hmm. and you just may want a different point of view so well, if, you been, if you've been if you've been through you can write in give us your synopsis <laughs> on what you did what you didn't do what you would have done differently yeah um and then also we got merch coming soon merch we have um, cups and shirts coming soon. So um, once we get these nailed down, we will have a little um, vendor page where you guys can purchase. Um, they'll also be purchased on the live show and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, thanks guys. Watch episode two. Yes, please. Bye. Bye.